Hey, welcome in, frenemies. There's a different person sitting in the middle here. Chris has had some conflict of a schedule, but he'll be on the main podcast. Uh, so for 757 Talk, um, we're going to jump into just what's happened over the last few weeks. Uh, we didn't have an episode last week. Um, last you heard, I was kind of up at the top of the rankings. That's not the case anymore. Um, I've slid down. Tim beat me this past week. The week before, I lost to LaRoyce in a half-point loss, which still is stinging. Not fun. I was watching that Monday night game just hoping something. How does that feel? It was, it was, see, what ha- it came down to, it was Melvin Gordon and Eckler. So I shouldn't have been in the game anyways because they should have just outscored it and I wouldn't have had a chance. Mm-hmm. But Eckler caught one final pass to give him the final half-point plus the yards to push him past me, and I, I lost on that last pass. Yeah, but who saw that coming, really? I mean, <laughs> to, to, for it to come down to the wire like that against what we thought was a bad Pittsburgh team, which, yep. mm-hmm. uh, as a Pittsburgh homie, you know, they're not <laughs> as bad as we seem. I know. I was. No, I definitely thought there was going to be a lot more points scored by the Chargers in that game, yep. but apparently getting Fitzpatrick from our Dolphins it was a very helpful move. <laughs> so all of our listeners have been commenting a lot about my uh, attire lately. Uh, so oh, many comments, tons, tons of comments. I was reading all of them the other day, so I feel it's uh, appropriate at this point to let you guys know I'm an admissions counselor for psychology and counseling department he's like, so he's like andy bernard that <laughs> actually makes me um semi-qualified as a psychologist uh i hear so uh if you need anything okay that's i was wondering where we're going with this yeah i can ask things like how does well, that make you feel and what are your passions and <laughs> i'm just saying if you need some I'll let you know because it could get real bad quick here. If I, you know, if I fall out of this top six, then I'm going to be in yeah. going to be in that bad place. Well, as somebody who has been to rock bottom and currently, <laughs> and currently lives, lives in, in rock bottom, I know we'll get to that later in our. Power I know rankings. how to cope. I have coping mechanisms that we can discuss. All right, and then a <clears> shout out here. I wanted to shout out to David, Reverend David Kalana. Um, he missed us last week. Told us in the chat that he's looking forward to these episodes. So we're back, David. So check out this episode. All right, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to do mid-season power rankings. So previously, we had done preseason power rankings. Uh, so just to update you guys on that, we had Phil 1, David 2, Joe sec- second, or sorry, 3rd. Then we had Daniel, Ryan, me, Chris, Tim, Mike, Morgan, Andy, and LaRoyce. So our biggest mistake here was LaRoyce. He is 12th, and I believe he's currently 2nd. Which is awesome. Team. By so, the way, we're all congratulations, Leroyce. You've proven us very, very wrong, and you demolished me. Well, I guess didn't demolish me last week, but beat me last week. He's and put up some good games from some some people we didn't quite expect to. Yeah, I didn't. They are. I, really I love didn't, it. I really didn't expect his team to perform as it has, but I think you've made it better by some of these trades we'll talk about later. Um, so that's I think where we were probably the most wrong. We also had Ryan at five. Um, that's not looking so hot right Dead now. Dead wrong. <laughs> yeah. You were half right. Are you last? You were half right. Yeah, you're last, aren't you? Oh, wait. You weren't half right because it's a 12-person league. So we were even more than half right. Wrong. Half. It's like 60% wrong. Numbers guy. I think we're wrong. What is it? It's, it's more than 50%. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. So we're going to go over what we think now at the midseason point, who we think going forward, headed to the playoffs, like what team is set up the best based on their rosters. So I'm going to hand it over to... Mr. Timothy James over here. By the way, shout out. He's joining us on this this episode. Uh, we got one of our He's very guest attractive. Stars very attractive our, man. He is the Taj in our chats. And uh, are you still no punt intended as yeah. your team team? Oh, punt intended. I got oh, rid sorry. of it now. Oh, okay, so yeah, just, just punt just, intended. Just punt intended. Okay. You want the punt to be but intended. You want yeah. the punt. Yeah. 
very intentional with my puns. Usually. Understood. Yeah, okay. I'm a big fan. Okay. All right, so go ahead and tell them who we had number one. So I think uh, I think all of us have a consensus number one. Uh, we're all a little bit intimidated by by Joe uh, yeah. with his yeah. with his voluminous running back <laughs> committee. Uh, it's pretty Good hard word. to compete with that. Uh, you can kind of cover up a lot of mistakes otherwise uh, with the rest of your team if you have the likes of Christian McCaffrey on your team. Yeah, uh, the way that he's producing this year just makes it you know tough to, tough to kind of keep up with that. He's so far ahead of any other running back that just kind of makes that whole thing a little bit not fair. And then he he's follows so it up with David Johnson and yeah, James that was White what I was going to say. The and, one thing that could hurt him is if David Johnson actually does have more of a serious injury, then I wouldn't put him number one. But I I don't I think he'll be back in the next few weeks here. So. I think one of the things that really reinforced his number one position is uh, Darren Waller at the tight end position, yeah. uh, getting a quality guy off of the off of the waivers at the tight end so position where there's a bit of a desert uh, it's a huge pickup <laughs> he's just for as him. safe as it comes he's getting yep. insane targets yep. he's getting a high volume of targets and he he's gonna have a nice little uh, fantasy floor for us i think for, i for still the think you season. should accept my trade um joe oh you got a trade out there I, well i i tried for for mr waller early for, on oh, here okay was rejected <laughs> couldn't get Darren Waller, okay. Yeah. All right, so, and then number two is actually playing him this week. Tim over here, that's at least who I have at number two. Um, yeah, I had me down a little bit lower, but I'm, I'm happy for the praise. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, if David Johnson is out a couple weeks, I would even consider putting you one. So, Tim's got Saquon computer. Barclay and Marlon Mack as his starting running backs. That, I'm thinking that's probably the best in the league that we have I think as two starting running backs. If I, if I may... Mm-hmm. You may. I think I weathered the storm quite nicely with with Saquon being out for a couple of weeks, and I yep. think that really kind of salvaged my season. I think that had the potential to wreck my season. I mm-hmm. uh, came out of it, I think, with only one loss. He's also superhuman and somehow is back, which uh, nobody's <laughs> mad about that. At least, especially, especially me. not you. Yeah, um, and then you traded for Edelman. I think that was a fantastic trade to the demise of Ryan's team. Was it my demise? Yeah. Well, I mean, you were demising already, but. You traded away. He traded for know. upside. DK has not quite. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So we'll, on the main yeah. podcast, we'll talk about a bet we had, and we got a, a payout coming at some point here. For, yeah. For DK. Hint, I lost. <laughs> yeah. And I did trade for the future. I knew that Juju wasn't going to quite be as good this year, but yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of biting my tongue a little bit with trading. Yeah, but when you're Cooper, looking at your wide receiver two or three, Juju's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he's not going to be that wide receiver one this year, but he'll give you a solid. And for how bad team. Chicago's offense has been. Allen Robinson's still a stud. No, Think about how good that guy could be. If He's a regret that I had in draft season. I, I kind of wanted to get him, but I just didn't reach high enough. All right, and then we'll move on to our next uh, team here, which is... Oh, I lost my So spot. I have Phil ranked ahead of me in the okay. power rankings. Um, I think his team is kind of coming along nicely. I think he was a little bit um kind of questionable there earlier in the season but i think it's kind of hitting its stride right now i think he's picked up a couple good you know free agent acquisitions here um you know with with marvin jones exploding last week i do think he'll continue to see a higher target share there uh but aaron jones is playing well um if the vikings offensive pass game continues you know stefan diggs there is going to be huge so yeah um, the one thing for him is Kamara. Can he stay healthy? Is he healthy? Yeah, yeah they have a I, timely bye week coming up, so that'll go a long way. Yeah, him, and but. then Breeze will be back, so I think he's really that's that's why I think he should be ranked so high up here. Yep. Projecting forward, I think he'll have a pretty solid team. Um, just an aside here, because I was looking up your roster, Phil. Uh, it's not your fault; it's Chris's fault. Shout out to Chris 
You should change your name because it's so annoying because I always think Phil is in the chat. And it's not Phil. It's Phil's mentor. And I don't, if you experience this, because oh, over and over again, time. I think it's Phil saying something. And then I go in there I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's Phil's mentor, which is Chris. That can still so. be your team name, but. Maybe it needs to change. Yeah, because that's what we get notifications as to when his username is yeah. at Phil's mentor. So yeah. Mm-hmm. just, yeah, Chris, change that, please. It's annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> All right, and then uh, we have me at four, so I won't talk about myself if you want to take this one, Tim. Yeah, uh, I think overall, um, obviously started this, the season very well. A um, little bit of some questionable things coming up. I think, you know, Tevin Coleman really stepping up for you has been a big, you know, getting that RB2 position kind of locked up a little bit has been super helpful. Um you're, you're kind of playing the, the backup running back lottery on your yeah. bench. You're just hoping that somebody takes a tumble. Um, I've been doing it all season. <laughs> yeah. Doing it all Tim, season. Tim, you used to pray for people to take tumbles. <laughs> I, yeah. From, from the medical standpoint, I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I do understand, you know, playing that strategy. So my roster has actually changed quite a bit. We had uh, a big waiver this past week, and I spent, I think, a combined, like, 100 and 15 of my 200 fab basically putting me with eight bucks left. So I have almost nothing left to pick up Kenny Stills and Ty Johnson, who is the replacement for carry on. Yeah, I think both of those down. are going to be great pickups. So I think that really helped my, my depth. Like that's what I was, I was, I just did not feel good about my running back depth. And that's why I really thought I had to buy into Ty Johnson. So I think that helped me obviously Delvin cook this year has been on fire and that's what's really, I think you're the only one that really saw that team. coming. Yeah, I was absolutely. <laughs> I was not high on Dalvin I, Cook. I was a little afraid of the injury stuff, but I mean, it could still happen, and that's why. Oh, I wanted to say, Daniel, thank you, thank you for finally dropping Alexander Madison <laughs> because <laughs> I've been wanting to text you to trade you, but I was like, if I just wait another week, he'll drop him. Took till last week, but you dropped him, and now he's on my team, so I feel a lot safer with that Dalvin Cook now because he'll slide right in, and yep. I think he'll be pretty close to what Dalvin Cook even was. All right, so then we'll move on here to our number five team. Daniel which is, right now is driving to work going, ah! <laughs> well, it's a better handcuff position for Sean mm-hmm. to be in. It wasn't great value for, for Daniel to hold on to. I love that stuff. There. He I played love... the lottery for six weeks and decided it was yeah. time to cash in. So. I love playing the lottery, especially <laughs> in other people's players. So at number five here, we're still disrespecting the man, I think, because he's at five. He's, he's actually number two in the rankings, uh, LaRoyce. We, we had you at 12. We moved you all the way up to five, but um, you'll have to let us know what you think of this, this fifth ranking. Well, can, here, let's defend ourselves a little bit all about right. why we have him at five, because I agree. He, his team is a little bit better. I'm a little bit concerned about the future. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at Nick Chubb with Kareem Hunt coming back. That's, gonna, that's yeah, a lot of unknown. He's jumped in the chat there saying he wants to trade him, and we all yeah. are aware that Kareem Hunt's coming back, so he's probably not getting the value And he then wants. he's got another shared backfield of Eckler and Melvin Gordon, which has not you know planned out. I don't think they're you know, neither one of them is. It lo- quite it's what looking you want like it to be. it's going to be murky. Yeah, with was often with oh man, with Austin Eckler being basically a top three running back to start the season. You know, yeah. he takes a huge hit, uh, and he doesn't get the value back with Gordon that he yeah. maybe had before. So I think that's a that's more of a step back than it is a gain for him. Mike Evans has been up and down. I think all you year. said Austin Hooper. You meant Hunter Henry, right? No, I said Melvin Gordon, didn't oh, I? Okay. Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. I think me trading uh, Austin Hooper, Hooper <laughs> to him was a, was a great addition for him. I, I didn't yeah, quite believe really, he was going to be a top three tight end all year. but It's looking like he'll be at least top five. Yep. Well, I, I guess we'll see with the Matt Ryan thing. If, yeah. if that's a significant injury, it might. And Amari Cooper has been a stud. So he's got good pieces. Yeah. There's just a lot of question marks moving forward about how his 
his team is going to look. I think so. he's just straight solid across the board. Yep. Like he's not, he doesn't have any super weak winners, but he's got a team that's going to put up a lot of points every he's week. He's got a great baseline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. And then number six here, uh, Chris. So he's not here to defend himself, but we have put him all the way down to the six. I think the Patrick Mahomes thing that really hurt him because he was a huge staple of trying to get a bunch of points every week for his team. Although I've, he's already practicing, you said, Tim. Yeah, so he practiced uh, in a limited limited way. They have not ruled him out for Sunday. What? Okay, in the world? that's crazy. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, he was he was walking on it like yeah. without a limp once they so, popped I mean, it back in. If you watch, you know, Stefania Bell talk on, so she's a PT. She's got her OCS as well, which is an mm-hmm. orthopedic specialty. But you know, she talks a lot about how you know as soon as you reduce that patella, get it back into place, it alleviates a lot of the discomfort immediately. And then we're just dealing with some some effusion, some bru- bruising. Um, he didn't tear anything. And some so. swelling. So. Uh, right, so that's what you look for. You look for any sort of avulsion fracture or, or compression fractures. Um, you look for any sort of like ligament damage, and it seems like he avoided all of that sort of stuff. So at that point, it's really just managing the pain, making sure his patella is stable. So he'll come out in a brace probably for the foreseeable future, just kind of guiding that patella into place. So. Oh, my gosh. This what? is why I wanted you on this podcast so bad. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the whole time, like, cool we got to save this for the main podcast. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it, yeah. So I started a new job. Got to get my schedule locked down, and then you know I'm all over the maybe, place. Maybe right we'll now, get so. him in here another time. But all right, so I'm we're talking. We're talking about Chris's team here. So he's got Todd Gurley, who he's got a risky team, in my opinion. That's like his is a pretty high risk team. Sure. Todd Gurley could go down at any moment. Matt Burita is kind of a. You don't know whether it's going to be. He's Tana a home Coleman. run hitter. Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah. if he doesn't get that big play, he's more of like a five to ten point. He goes a week from Matt Burita to Matt Pita. I don't like that. No, I agree. You can do better than that. Uh, McLaurin's been good. Uh, he's just not. He's gonna... a big surprise. I mean, yeah. he's a good find. Uh, he pairs that with Chris Godwin, who I think is you know lived up to all the expectation that, that's yeah, out that's, there. Yeah, so. that's that's where his team I think is most. If solid. he had missed on that, his team would have not looked quite as nice. Yep, and then really, I think the biggest hole for him is tight end. He's he's sporting Greg Olson right now, so that's kind of gross. Um, and that's What's that's gross what might about cost Greg him. Olson. I mean, I love he's he's a, he's a beautiful man. I'm not saying okay. I'm not disparaging his looks at all. He's I'm got just, a limited ceiling, though. He's just he's getting old. Yep. He's 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 got some he's old. He's in legs. the booth. He was in the booth this past <laughs> week. That's true. He was in the booth. All right, and then moving on, we got at seven. We have David. Um, I I actually like his team quite a bit, just because. I mean, when you got Zeke holding down the fort for you, he picked up. That was a big pickup getting Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's going to be a big solid. Four, and then he benched him and then get right. the reward on that. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's because it was his first week back. Nobody yeah. was quite sure what he was going to get. So and then he's got Sony Michelle, who's looking like it's starting to come on, and and they're going to start using him as it gets colder. I think New England's going to start running the ball more. They always see, do. We're going to see more Sony Michelle, so that's I think going to only bode well for him trying to get into the playoffs. And then I guess quarterback's kind of one of his weak points. Matt Ryan went down on him. That kind of sucks. So he's having to play Matthew Stafford, which isn't – I don't think that's a bad replacement for it. Oh, the big the big thing he's missing is Devontae Adams. Yeah, that hurts a lot. I know you're uh, not enjoying this at all, David. As you said, they told me one week, and it's not been one yeah, week. Yeah, well, turf toe is really, really hard. And this is something that plugs – Can you explain that? <laughs> turf toe? Like, <laughs> seriously, I've been run. so, like, curious turf about is. turf Yeah, toe. so yeah. it involves your big toe. Okay. Uh, usually what happens is uh, as your foot is planted, your toes are flexed, and uh-huh. then a big force kind of comes and forces that big toe into um, some excessive extension. So it uh-huh. actually tears the ligament on the bottom 
of your toe, mm-hmm. and it's very painful because if you know you this, as you as you walk, your toe bends quite a bit. If mm-hmm. you're running and sprinting, even more so. So, uh, it's an injury that kind of plagues people for uh, a little bit longer than you kind of hope for, mm-hmm. uh, especially athletes that are running on it all the yeah, time. And he, a la AJ Green of last year. I mean, yeah. this is something that he's been dealing with for a while. I don't think it's his current injury, but um, this is something that can kind of last for a while, and it could. You know, he could come back and, and play a couple snaps and then somebody just lands on him again one time. And, you know, it, it, it could have the potential to kind of wash a season. Um, maybe not exclude him entirely, but. Yep. So if you go down with turf toe, like ideally, how long would you have to recover? I mean, six weeks is, you know, Minimum. is a soft tissue time frame. So okay. mm-hmm. um, they but, can accelerate that timeline a little bit with, with the, you know. the Whatever the heck they're putting in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can well, do all their injections. Well, and that and it's. it's options, do what? Injections? I may be wrong about this, but isn't it? It's not like a huge injury, re-injury risk, right? It's more of a pain thing. It's a, it's a pain threshold, but there is, there, I would say there is a little bit of a re-injury. So there is a, yeah. Okay. Uh, just because, you know, ligament as it heals, it's not quite as pliable as, or, okay. you know, movable as a That's as why a they need that full yeah. off-season to really get right. so fully kind of You can have potential for scar tissue there, and that's just not as strong. So yeah. it's like you sprinted too fast, you landed on it too hard. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, usually. It's usually I mean, like jumping, I think. Yeah, if you, if you watched like AJ Green last year, you try to come back, and then, you know, it didn't look like he did anything in particular, but you know, sometimes it is just kind of that plant and push, and all of a sudden, Jeez. ouch. Okay. Yep. So, and you know, Joe can always call me out if I don't know what I'm talking about because <laughs> he's an ATC. I respect he loves, that. He loves it. He's got a lot of on-field experience. All so. right. And then at number eight, we have. I like turtles. Tidewater turtles, Daniel. So I think we got him ranked fairly high. I mean, you think he's 11th in the league right now? But his team, I just don't understand how he keeps losing. Like, his team doesn't really look that bad. He's got to be frustrated. Yeah, because he's got Chris Carson, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup. I mean, that is a great core sitting right there. And then Joe Mixon's been a disappointment. Um, I think he can maybe turn it around if they can start to figure out. Like, they should be passing the ball to him. I don't understand why he's not being involved in the passing game. He's a great receiving back. Um, Ebron at tight end, that's kind of rough. Um, but he's he gets his though he does score touchdowns. yeah he's his bench isn't too bad he's got scantling who went off last week he's got miles sanders who's a he's a, a rookie that i like i'm not sure if it's going to happen this year but i think he's got good potential for the future so I, th- I think he's i just think he'll outperform where he is now like i see daniel finishing more in this like eight to ten range instead of oh, he's got at more the andrews at tight end too oh yeah that's that's right that's yeah. right yeah, yeah so he didn't start him. Yeah. He's well, on bye this week. That's why. He's gotcha. Not gotcha. Gotcha. Lineup, yep. So that's Daniel's team. And then we have Andy. Um, so for those of you that haven't heard your name yet, I'm sorry, but you are further down this list, including. I haven't heard my <laughs> name yet. <laughs> I think we all know where you are, bud. <laughs> so Andy's one that I thought, I think he a little overperformed too, because I didn't think his team was really that good. It's actually this week really looked up. Yeah, he's got, you know, the trades that kind of went through and we we talked to this about, you know, on the on the main podcast a little bit as all the all the recent trades. Yeah. Uh and their kind of fantasy relevance. Uh but Andy really benefits kind of on both ways from that Emmanuel Sanders trade. Yep. Uh, cuz he had both of those receivers, Cam, yep. uh, Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders. So uh, he has this, the ben, you know the potential to really benefit from on both ends of that. And then he's got Michael Thomas, who's just been a steady Eddie man. He's yep. he's going to be in a, a wide receiver one pretty much every week for you. Um, yeah, I mean McCoy. That's this the murky situation. We'll get into his other part uh, when we talk about Mike's team. Um, and then Philip Philip Lindsay actually surprised me. I thought that that was one that I did not see him 
He's fallen off a little bit from back. last year, but you know he's still put up consistent numbers. That um, they've been able to run the ball a lot better than I thought. That's yeah. I thought that you wouldn't. I thought there'd be this fifty-fifty split, which there is, but it, it's looking like you can actually play them both. Like yep. they're they're both usable yep. running backs. Oh, and he also has Sanu, so he benefited. You know, yep, all right. three players. He was the trade man here. <laughs> he, that, this, he must have been reading this the week's news trades. Were, were very happy, very good for him. All right, and then we have Morgan. Oh, you talk about my fall. Morgan's fall has been very far. He was that one I, hurts. I was hurting for. Yeah, Morgan. he was undefeated. I think three weeks in, yep. and then since then he has not won um, and has not scored much over 100 points in many of Four these weeks. Four straight losses. There's been considerably less trash talk. In the <laughs> yeah, chat. so he's been less active in the chat. That's for sure. So jump in there, Morgan. It's, it's, you can still be in there even if you're sitting at the bottoms. Yeah. Um, his the big thing that hurt him, obviously, well, t- on the main podcast we talked about Carry On Johnson. Uh, that sucks, man. <laughs> I mean, he he was definitely a good weekly starter for you. He wasn't really living up to the hype that I thought he would, um, but he was at least getting enough work that you could yeah. plug him in every week. Uh, you slept on the waivers there because I really thought he was going to try to get Ty Johnson out from under me, but apparently spending seventy-seven fab is enough to, to get things. And done. he doesn't really have the depth to kind of back that up. So I I see a slide. Yep. You know, more of a slide than what's already. All right. And then now. we have Mike here. This might look like a bit of a snub here because he's a little higher in our actual standings. Um, but I, I don't know. I just am, I'm very scared for this team. It does, it's just Leonard Fournette to me is your one stabilizing force. But then you're putting, you're basically putting your faith in these Jaguars. And I'm not sure that offense is one that you want to have that much faith in. He's got mm-hmm. D.D. Westbrook and D.J. Chark as his wide receivers. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Nick Foles, I heard. I just think I saw a report. He's starting to practice again. Yep. So that that could change things. He really got, sucks when you go away and then some dude with some magical enchanted <laughs> mustache comes in and starts playing like... I think you know, I feel like Nick Foles he's is He's been brought to down to earth a little bit the last few weeks. <laughs> he hasn't yeah. played so well, but definitely not a Tom Brady level. And then he's got <laughs> his... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, this man called him the next Tom Brady. So we'll continue to monitor that throughout. I mean, the I, get, I get it. He's handsome. He's got a brilliant <laughs> mustache. But <laughs> I uh, stand by my reporting. Yeah. The other thing that kind of plagues Mike, and I think I think we kind of talked about it already, is Adam Thielen being out the hamstring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says he avoided any sort of major issue, but hamstrings kind of have a tendency to not go away. Yeah, that could. Uh, nag. And then same thing, kind of with Will Fuller. So that's kind of I'm more, I'm more afraid of him there. yeah so i'm gonna give you my definition of a hamstring tear and okay. you can tell me sure. how close i am sure so like a turf toe uh, it kind of like stretches it mm-hmm. it's kind of like the whole hamstring is like one big toe <laughs> I, i'll then, be honest i don't like that analogy and then when you when you it's not wrong, in though, too right? hard and it stretches too far <laughs> and it rips kind of right in the bosom not the bosom the in butt the, the booty area area and a little below there I'm just confused on where we're going with this Ham, kind of hamstring <laughs> just kind of high class technical this the hamstring and oh, i just ran a little too fast a little too hard and now my booty kind of tore under me how how would you no. rank my i don't like no. it i mean okay. so yes more or less yes there is some tearing involved i think you got that <laughs> okay that right. the tearing you were right yeah. in a hamstring, tear, a hamstring. There is tearing. the hamstring is pulled correct okay that's always something i've wondered actually is the yep. difference now I think when you pull your hamstring, you don't you technically tear it though. Yes. Okay. Yep, it's yep. just a when they say you tear your. So hamstring. there are three grades to strains, <laughs> right? So there is a grade one, 
mm-hmm. which is your aka pooled hamstring. I'm going to take a wild guess. Pretty uncomfortable. But anytime there's a strain two. of a sort, you're going to have some sort of tearing. It'll be micro tearing, whatever it is. But that's what I tell people when my I pull something and I'm in a lot of pain. I'm like, it's torn. I should be in pain. Yeah, What's it. the next? I'm going to give a <laughs> the guess. Next one, a grade dose. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yep. For all my Spanish speakers out there, grade two. <laughs> Um, you know, that one's a little bit more severe. Typically you ha- you have some more substantial tearing and then the grade three is complete tear. Um, oh, okay. That's the one you don't, <laughs> don't want that have. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So grade, th- grade two can be pretty devastating don't too. Don't have to like stretch it back out and sew it or how Dep- it-, it depends. Like if you tear your biceps or you know, your biceps tendon, that can kind of roll up on them. Same thing with your Achilles <laughs> a tendon. A friend of mine had that happen. Yeah. That, that's that pleasant. Get a, nice, get a nice little ball, a little Popeye no, going on. No fun. Yeah. All right, and then we're going to make our way to the very bottom of the league, and maybe we'll let the man talk about it himself, but we've got Ryan <sighs> I'd love to. down at the bottom. So just yeah. I don't know if you're going to defend yourself or you're just going to lean into this. I could be a victim. <laughs> I could be I bitter wanna, or I, I could be better. Bitter or better. I like that. Yeah. Um, my guys, I don't think you're going to be better, but go ahead. My guys, uh, you know, as a person, you know, this could <laughs> okay. make me or break me type of thing or that kind that of stuff. I got you. you I, just, I just looked at your team again. I kind of forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. They, no, I, I forgive you. Um, so <laughs> I drafted people that <laughs> are have, sucking, <laughs> have not played football well. <laughs> that's a fair that's, assessment. That's astute. Yep. All right. And I think that's all we need to say about your dumpster fire of a team this year. So he's got Garner Minshew, Giovanni Bernard starting for Dude, him. Dude, you got that's <laughs> my that's my off week team, man. That's my okay. bye week team. You, got, you can't do that to okay, me. Okay, you got Le'Veon. He's got Le'Veon. Le'Veon. So that's that's about all. He's got James Conner coming back against James the Dolphins Conner. this week. I still like my team. I, I don't understand. Honestly, I don't understand. I just feel like your bench is very scary. Yeah. Yeah, but before by the sword, we die by the sledgehammer. <laughs> but before we finish, I need to give you my power rankings. You're one, welcome for Jimmy Graham, by the way. Yeah, thank it's a great you. Great pickup. My power rankings are one Joe, two Leroyce, three Phil, four Tim, five <laughs> Sean, six David, seven Chris, eight Mike, nine Morgan, ten Andy, eleven Daniel, twelve Ryan. So in case uh, you're Which not watching, are the actual rankings? I was gonna say if you're not watching the YouTube, he was reading off of his phone our standings. So, which this, is. The actual only rankings. Oh, these are power rankings. We're projecting, Ryan. Uh, we're making content. <laughs> Understood. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much all we had like, for you this guys. This is what's actually happening, but we know better than what's actually happening. Exactly. We okay. know better than okay. what's actually happening. Understood. That's that's Did why we're, that's why we have a podcast because we feel like we know what's going on. Did you want right? to talk trades? Um, we'll we'll talk a little bit of the trades. Um, we had some trade reviews here. I know. You wanted a little bit of input on yours, so why don't, you, why don't you present uh, your trade? Yeah, uh, so I traded um, This was LaRoyce. like three weeks ago? This was several weeks ago, yeah. I traded LaRoyce, uh, Austin Hooper, Wayne Gallman uh, during, after week one of Saquon Barkley's injury. Yep. Uh, that, he, was, uh, he was kind of a throw Which in there. Which was a hamstring. Yep. No. Um, and then Marquise Brown, who, who's been good, but he's also been banged up a little bit lately. Um, and I received Juju and Debo Samuel. On, on my end. So I was kind of thinking on the future, I, I can kind of explain myself what I was thinking. You know, I was thinking 
Well, um, what better chance than yeah, on I mean, this to podcast? Me, to, to me, this is really Hooper for Juju. Yeah, and the, throw, in my the mind, rest yeah. are throw-ins. And who knew that you know Hooper you would Kelsey. continue to produce at this level? I had Kelsey. He's vastly unproduced. I wanted in my you opinion. to play two tight ends like he, the old days. He's kind of wishing. I, I wish I had kept it. Honestly, <laughs> you know, uh, I still think Juju can kind of turn it on a little bit towards the end of He'll the season. He'll be good. Um, yeah. But I did, I did trade for the keeper value in that. I wanted the option of having Juju and Kelsey and Barkley. You want, you want the Steelers' number one receiver. Like that is a thing. Yeah. Like you yeah. do want him. Ben is going to yeah. come back next a, year. And although what's his name was not bad, right? Mason Rudolph has not been bad. No, the the back Dobbs. Uh, he played Delvin pre- Hodges. Dobbs. Hodges. That's what. Hodges. Dobbs. No, they had Dobbs and they traded Dobbs. Sorry. He's Jaguars now. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he managed the game well enough. He missed. He could have had a big touchdown. I think in that game against San Diego. Um, that was probably underthrown by I don't about know. I'm not, yards. But I'm not a Mason Rudolph fan. I'm not that on record. I yeah, think that's fair. I, I don't know. I think, I think he'll be better than half the league. Is it the name? You think he's better than half the league? Yeah. I think he's more of a 20 to 30 to back up. Like he's, I think he'll be a career backup. I think, I, I I think, think you guys need benefit, to look for a quarterback in the draft. Which is disappointing because we just traded away <laughs> or probably the best pick we'll have in years. But uh, I do think you know not having the first team reps coming out of that, I think you know you can kind of play a lot of catch up. I think coming into the bye you know, is going to be huge for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for the second half of the season for them, I, th- I do think – He'll be less of a dump off guy. I mean, to be fair to him, the coaches haven't really given the opportunity to show us what right. he might have because they've completely game planned it to just dump it off. We don't yeah. want you to lose the game. Their scheme for us. has been pretty bad. They're really trying to cover up some some of the deficits there. But, yeah. yeah. All right. And then another trade we had was with me. I traded Malcolm Brown. This was two weeks ago when Todd Gurley did not play the game. And it's funny this the story behind this one. So Chris. Chris had Devin Singletary and I had Malcolm Brown. So early in the week before Todd Gurley's injury was even popped up, it just there was no injury report until like the later in the week. All of a sudden, Todd Gurley had this, is it a thigh bruise or something? Or I forget what it was. But anyways, he popped up on the thing. Before he had popped up, I sent him a trade offer and I was like, hey, you've been wanting your handcuffing Malcolm Brown. Singletary's on by this week. Um, you know, he hasn't been really getting, he's only has like 10 carries on the whole season or something. So I was like, why don't you do that? And he was like, uh, I'm good. Nope. And then, <laughs> then the news came out. Todd Gurley was injured and not going to play this week. So then I hit up t- uh, Chris and I was like, Hey, uh, kind of wishing you took that trade. And he was like, maybe. And then about two hours later, he said, so is this still on the table? <laughs> <laughs> so I think for my team, it was a win because I was just sitting there waiting for that lottery with Malcolm Brown. I was a little concerned about Daryl Henderson coming in and then Devin Singletary is kind of a, I wanted to have that rookie ticket, you know, in He's case. He's a high upside kind yeah, of if, if he, stash. If he can one. get things going, I think that offense wants to run the ball. If he can overtake Frank Gore, then I think I have some pretty good running back depth there. So I feel like he, he I won this better. trade. But the big thing that happened was Malcolm Brown got hurt, so it kind of tanked yeah. his side of the trade. It's it's, And then There's I picked, I picked up Daryl. A lot of left in the season, so I a pick, lot can happen. Yeah. I picked up Daryl Henderson, so now I have Daryl Henderson who's looking more like he might be the handcuff. So, Chris, if you want to trade for your handcuff, I have your handcuff. That's just mean. <laughs> All right, and then our last trade here was between LaRoyce and Mike. This was probably the biggest trade we've had of the season. So we had uh, Mike sending over Melvin Gordon and Tyler Lockett. And a little just background for that, um, LaRoyce has Austin Eckler, so he was either probably going to try to trade away Eckler or try to get Gordon as Gordon's now starting to take more of the work. And then he traded away uh, DJ Chark, Jordan Howard, and Evan Ingram. So it was a three for two. I honestly think LaRoyce won this trade. I think it's it's fairly fair. It's not like a landslide win, but... 
Well, Tyler Lockett is a top 10 receiver right now. Exactly. I think that... DK should be a top 10 receiver. <laughs> DK. So, DJ, this actually is DJ. DJ Chark. Um, I think that he is... He's not just a flash in the pan, but I don't think... I think he finishes as a high-end wide receiver two, not a wide receiver one. And I think Lockett can keep it up because Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind, minus this past week, which was gross and lost me a league because I had Russell Wilson and it sucked. But they're, they're a really well-running offense, and he's getting like all the targets, Tyler Lockett is. So he's the only guy in town, and I think he'll just sustain that. And then Melvin Gordon, we'll see. <laughs> like yeah. I'm a little afraid of what his... How, how Mike really needs Evan Ingram to play like a top five tight end for that trade to yeah. really be good. I mean, Jordan Howard has been Jordan Howard. I mean, he has got good games. He's gotten to the end zone. I think he's a guy that on a bye week you can put him in yeah. and hope he gets a touchdown. That's yeah. that's. DJ Chark has been Howard pretty is. consistent. So, all right. Well, we went a bit a little bit long this week, but we wanted to get into some of those trades and give you guys some ammo to come at us for our power rankings. Don't worry about going Not after me. Ryan because he just read off the standings. So I mean, if you're still pretty much being Tim, that you'll be. And we had angry a, with. I think we had a general consensus. So. Yeah, you, you got to agree with this. Come on, Morgan. You know, you know how bad it is. All right, we'll see you guys. Deuces. <laughs>